to Enter the Glory Zone with me, Dr. Edith Davis, on 94.1 FM Wave 94. So, spiritual believers and listeners, as we approach Christmas and the holidays, and then approaching a new year, 2024, I always would like to bring a fresh word from the Lord and and share what the Holy Spirit is downloading to me from the Lord Jesus and Daddy God Yuevai. And of course, the biggest thing that I've been interested in as of late is healing, healing and health. And of course, um, riches and wealth, because I want to be able to do more for the kingdom. I want to be a, a blessing, more of a blessing. Um, to people and to the kingdom of God. So healing, healing, healing. So we're going back for me to the fundamentals, which is Jesus, Yahshua, Mashiach, Christ Jesus. He died. He gave up his blood, his body. He absorbed all my sins. He took all my iniquities. He took also all my pain, all my sickness, all my disease. So that was over 2000 years ago. And that is grace. It was unmerited favor of God. I did not earn it. I cannot earn it. And he, he, he does it. He did it for everyone on planet Earth. The other side of the spectrum is how do you extract? How do you extrapolate what Jesus has done to us? How do you get this from the bank account into my account here on Earth? And that's through faith, which God also gives us um, a measure of faith, right? So everybody on planet Earth has been giving a measure of faith. Now we have to develop and exercise that faith, but we, we're given faith and we're given every good and every good and wonderful gift. The gift of healing and health and riches, all that is, that's already done. So where is the disconnect? Because you got this, you got it. In grace, you have the faith, right? So how does it manifest in your life? How does healing and health manifest in your life? How God gives us the power to create wealth. So how does the creative aspects of wealth manifest? How do we get it from the kingdom of heaven and down here into the kingdom of earth. How do we get it from the fourth dimension into this third dimension? How, 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 what is, what is this last portion? And of course, I've been just asking the Lord, pushing, asking for deeper revelation, you know, walking in what he's teaching me. And this is what I know so far. What happens is we have to receive it. And I was just listening to Andrew Womack's. Um, they had a whole healing conference in 2019. And I was listening to one of the speakers. And what she was saying was, okay, she says, you know how you have a problem. You um, borrow $100,000, she said, from a good friend for your business and 
a year from now, you have to pay the $100,000 back. No interest, just $100,000 because they're friends. And the business did not go well. And you don't have the $100,000, and it's almost time to pay the piper. And you are having insomnia, your stomach is is all in knots and you're thinking I, I how am I maybe I can borrow from Peter to pay Paul maybe I can borrow some money to pay them you know all sorts of things you're struggling because this is a good friend they trusted you with this hundred thousand dollars and but you have a good good friend who's a multimillionaire and he and he or she hears about your plight and they come to you and they say, I heard you're having, you're, you're having some problems. And then you explain to them that you borrowed a hundred thousand dollars from a good friend and it's the due date is almost around the corner and you don't have it. And, and you're just trying to, and the, and your millionaire friend says, I, I've got you. I will take care of it. I will do a bank transfer. How much do you owe? And you tell him $100,000. He says, I'll put $120,000 in your account by tomorrow. Now, you don't have the $120,000, but because you believed your friend, you know that they've got the means to do it. They, they didn't have to do it, but out of their gracious, merciful kindness, they're doing this for you. What happens? All of a sudden, the weight is off your shoulders. All of a sudden, the stomach is no longer twisted up in knots. Uh, joy comes into your spirit because you're going to have the money in time to pay off your dear friend that trusted you with their $100,000. And you got an extra $20,000 in the account on top of that. Now, you don't have the money. You don't have the 120 k in your account yet. This, all this emotion, all these things that, that come into your, um, your mind and your heart is based solely on another dear friend who's a multimillionaire who is merciful and gracious enough to bail you out of this dilemma. That's what receive is all about. That is what, when you what? Receive. You receive. You received it. And that's where the rubber hits the road. You, the, the healing is there. Um, the faith is there. Now we got to connect the two by actually receiving it. And when you, it's just, when somebody does it for you, or let's say you, somebody comes and pays off your, your, all your house notes or your rent or all whatever's weighing on your car note, whatever it is, you know, you receive it and the, your whole disposition changes. The chemistry in your body changes. Your emotional fabric of your mind and your heart and your will and emotion changes because you believe it and you receive it. That is what it, it means to receive. And when G and God says, when you believe, 
and you receive it, it will come. When you receive it, it will come. And so that was a really, I'm, I'm still chewing on it and, and, and squeezing the juice out of it. So I get back with you with more. And the other thing that, you know, as I, you know, go through this, this season of dealing with my health, um, once again, we have Grace, Jesus died, not only for our sins, but for our sickness, for our diseases, for the lack, for the poverty. Jesus gave it all for us, right? So that's grace. And faith, they give us the Father, Christ Jesus, Yahshua, Mashiach, Lord God, Holy Spirit, they give us the faith to what? Receive it. So we got grace, we got faith. So what is the other What's, what's this thing in the middle again? Not only the receiving, but we have an enemy. That's the part people don't, a lot of people don't realize that we have a spiritual entity, a spiritual enemy called Satan and his demonic hordes. And they are buffeting. They can't stop it. But they can buffet it. They can slow it down. They can do all sorts of stuff. They can get you to drop the ball and don't believe. And then you got to start all over again. So we have a spiritual force that that does everything in their power to stop us from receiving what God has already given to us. And because the, the, the weapon that Satan uses is deception. So. That's the other thing. Now, this is where that famous um, Bible verse by the uh, uh, the violent take it by force. You've got to resist the devil and you've got to violently say, get out of my way and you cannot stop my daddy. Abba, Father, you ain't vahe. Lord God, Yahshua, Mashiach, Christ Jesus, Lord God, Holy Spirit. Right. From giving me. What he died to give me. And so there's some fundamental things that we need to get cleaned up and corrected in our mindsets that we need to understand. First of all, God wants everyone, and I mean everyone, healed. God wants everyone saved. God wants everyone saved. God wants everyone healed. So first of all, God says it. So that's, that's, that's right there a lot. The God, the Father, He does not lie. Can I lie? He says, I want you well. I want you healed. I want you made whole. I want you saved. All of that, right? Now I'm focusing on the healing part because, okay, I want you to be pain free. Okay. Step one. The second step we need to know and understand is, is that God loves us. He loves us. Faith works best in an environment of love and love works best in an environment of faith. So we need to recognize that the Father, Abba Father Yuevahe, loves us very much. You and me. He loves us. So one, God the Father says he wants us healed and made whole. Two, he loves us. He wants the best for us. He doesn't want us 
to be sick. He doesn't want us to go through pain. So he loves us. Okay, so what's the third? What's the third thing? Oh, the third thing is, okay, so he said it. He loves us. And the third thing, I've, I'm going to have to chew on that some more. But the third thing is that we have to receive it. We have to agree to it. We have to line our lives up with it. And I, I'm going to have to talk a little bit more on that third one because I really have the, revel the revelatory aspect of the third component is still, I, I've got to get it embedded in my, in my mind. I got to get it embedded in my will and my emotions. I got to get it embedded in me. And so, but we need to understand that God said it. We need to understand that God loves us. And guess what? We've got to receive it and believe in it. And to, and, and we will have what? What? He's already died to give us. He's already bled on the cross to give us. Right? So, you, and the other component to it is you have to say it. You got to speak it. Okay. So what is that? All, what's that all about? Well, God uses words to create everything. He said, light be, right? And then the universe was formed, right? So in order for us to have our healing, in order for us to have our health and our wholeness, we must speak the word of God and the word became flesh and lived among us. We must speak the word of God over our bodies. Now, your word, the word is the word, the power of the word. We need to also have corresponding action. God can heal us, but if we go back to the same bad habits and do the same thing, bad things to our bodies, guess what? So we have to have corresponding action to go along with it. But it's a given. We're already healed. We're already made whole. Okay? So... We've got to speak it. And so I've been reading um, Charles Capps, um, Word of God over my body, over various systems of my body. I've been um, eating properly, um, exercising. I have two therapists. I'm, I'm pushing in the spirit. I'm violently extracting. I'm coming against... Satan and I'm resisting him and I'm resisting his demonic imps and I'm saying back off of my healing, my health. So I'm, I'm becoming a lot more militant, a lot of more, um, violent about receiving my healing. And I believe soon I will be standing up at my church at all nations church on the stage, totally healed, totally walking in the healing that God has already died to give me and healing and health and riches and wealth, I'll be standing and I'll be giving this testimony. But it took revelation and then this, maybe some more revelation I need. I'm already praying and asking the Holy Spirit to give me 
all the revelation, everything, the revelation that I need in order to walk in the full manifestation of my healing and my health. And let me tell you something. Once I started pursuing this, the pain in my body has already decreased. It was a point where it was just unbelievable pain, just painful, just my whole body, joints and muscles, you know. But as I got deeper into the word, pursued the things of God, asked God, you know, what is it that I need to, you know, eliminate incorrect teaching, incorrect doctrine, because there's a lot of incorrect doctrine out there that got people jacked up. There's a lot of things out there that, 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 you know, I just, it really hit me hard when my biological father, Sam America, passed away. And one of the interesting things, you know, I wasn't there, you know, he's in Mobile, Alabama, and, you know, his wife, um, Fran, was there. And, and um, you know, I'm concerned about her, so I've been keeping up with her a little bit. And... One of the things when I called to check on her to make sure she was doing okay was she told me that a doctor came up to her and told her that my dad didn't want to live anymore. Now, this is my position on this. I'm sorry. My position is this. Who, when did you become a mind reader to tell me? I mean, I, I guess that's, I don't, I guess why the enemy didn't have me there. You're going to walk up to me. I don't care who you are. You're going to walk up to me and tell me what my dad is thinking. You, you're going to tell me that he wants to die. He's not going to wait because he don't want to live. That was straight out of the pit of hell. <laughs> who is he? Who was he? But unfortunately, my um, friend, his wife accepted that. And guess what? Husband and wives, you have authority over your spouse's body. Did you not know that? <laughs> you have authority over your spouse's body. So, you know, I didn't, uh, when she told me that I was very, you know, I didn't say anything to her because I don't need her to be going through um, any more, you know, sadness. You know, but I wish somebody would walk up to me and tell me my mother, Esther Williams, wants to not live. I tell them, get out of my face. They matter of fact, they tried to do that with my brother, Levi Williams. They tried to do that with my father, James Williams. And I said, heck to the double no. And a matter of fact, every time they would tell me my dad was, um, it, it was over, I would get in that prayer closet in that, in that hospital room. I just cloak myself and just pray and ask for light and he would be revived. He would be revived. So they knew, they knew that somebody was standing up in the gap for him, you know. So, and the same thing with my brother Levi. They tried to tell me my brother Levi was brain dead. My brother was not brain dead. He was not brain dead. You know, and the next thing they do is they make sure to put a trach in you. A trach in you so you can't talk, so you can't speak, right? So it's, I've learned a lot of interesting things in, in, um, my, my care, being a caregiver for my father, James William, and a caregiver for my brother, Levi William, and a caregiver for my aunt Mabel Graham. And one thing I've learned, 
stick close to the Holy Spirit, discernment of spirits, ask God what, what is, we know God's will is that we should live and not die. And yes, we know we have a time, a certain season and time. And the Holy Spirit tells us, no human is going to come to me and tell me that my mom want, wants to um, die. And so that's why another thing that's come up in my heart and mind is, is very critical, very critical of who you have around your bedside in times of crisis like this. And I would like a Holy Ghost spirit filled, blood bought, baptized <laughs> person, tongue talking, spirit, discernment, spirit, walking in the full gospel around my bedside, praying for me. I mean, so I've I've um had some interesting experiences as of late. And I I tell you this this journey. This season of my life with my health has really made me delve deeper into the word than I've ever done before about healing and health, um, even riches and wealth, because I want to do so much more for the kingdom. There's so many ministries I want to give, so many missionaries I want to support. And, you know, and so I'm trying to be faithful, um, you know, over being a good steward of what God has given me. It's been interesting to walk through this journey and I want to share everything that the Holy Spirit is sharing with me, everything that the Lord Yahshua Christ Jesus, my Lord and Savior, my King of Kings, my Lord of Lords, my healer, my physician, my provider. Oh yeah, I want to share everything that and everything that Daddy God Yue Vahe, Abba Father Yue Vahe has taught me with my listening audience. So um, that's kind of what's been on my heart and on my mind is I want to live and I die. And and the other thing that's caught my attention is there's been quite a few people that have made it to 101. Henry Kissinger, he just passed away. He made it to 100. Um, Rosalind Carter, she made it to like, I think, 94, 96. Um, Jimmy Carter is over, I think he's hitting 100. He's still with us. Um, I think it was Sandra Day O'Connor. I think she was in her 90s when she passed as well. So I've, I've noticed a Norman Lear, 101. Um, Norman Lear, um, was a great producer and writer of, um, many of the, um, Interesting um, storylines in the 70s, which was like Good Times and the Jeffersons. And um, um, I forgot the one where uh, well, we have Archie and Edith <laughs> Bunker. I forgot the name of that one. But anyway, uh, is he died at 101. And so... We've had some um, people that have um, made it. I know that Kenneth Copeland, God has told him, and I think Gloria too, since they're one, he's going to make it to at least 120 years of age because God needs um, someone with that anointing 
you know, he needs men and women because he gave us, a, um, God gave us 120 years. Everybody said, well, no, he didn't. He gave us up to like, I think, 70 or 80 years. I said, well, that was in, when they were disobedient in the desert. <clears throat> That's when that came out. But after Noah, the flood and Noah, he gave us 120 years. But, you know, Moses made it to 120 and his natural force was not abated. His eyesight was strong. His hearing was strong. And he was actually climbing a mountain. He climbing a mountain now. And, then, you know, and that's when he passed away. He climbed up to the mountain and then he passed away up there. It's very important, very powerful for us as Christians, as believers, to understand um, what Jesus had died to give us. And it's not just our salvation. And salvation is a huge deal. We have eternal life. We will live forever with the Father and with the Son and with the Holy Spirit. So that's that's an awesome, awesome thing. But he also died for us to have heaven on earth, for us to walk in the healing and health, the riches and wealth that God, because God wants us to be a light. God wants us to be salt on this planet. And he wants people drawn to him through our walk, through our lives, right? And how do you, and how does that happen? By obeying his word and lining our lives up with the master's word, as our, as my godfather says, as the, um, the, 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 the plans, the architect plans, the, you know, the, um, construction of the carpenter, right? So the playbook, the manufacturer's, um, guidance, the Bible. And so when we line our lives up, with God's word, we receive blessings, the blessings that come with God's word. When we, when you um, are uh, off kilter or, or not in alignment with um, God's word, then you're going to have problems. Every, every area where people are not in alignment with God's word, there are what? Issues there are what problems, and so that's kind of where my mind is as of to date. Um, that's what my thoughts are as of to date, and I hope I, I I look forward to sharing deeper revelation and deeper understanding of healing and health, and like as I talk now, no pain. In my body right now. No pain as I share this gospel, this too good to be true word. The word of God became flesh and lived among us. God wants us to live in that. The other thing I would like to share is we have been doing an exercise. Um, one, I have, um, the upper room prayer ministry. My girlfriend who been faithful to the Lord for over 25 years. And one of the pastors that's on the prayer, Pastor Ruth, had given, um, shared with us something she had done. She and maybe you would like to do this because I definitely felt the power of this. Um, she had us, she had us doing Psalms 23, 
five times a day for seven days. And this is the seventh day. And I'm actually have done my fifth um, reading out loud. Um, Psalms 23. And I'm telling you, I've seen miracles already manifesting in my life from doing this particular exercise. So I want to make sure that I share this with you um, for the next seven days, five times a day. Do Psalms 23. Read it out loud and watch God move. Healing and health, riches and wealth for the kingdom and for his glory. Okay, because God wants us to be light. God wants us to be salt. God wants people that are in darkness to look at us and say, what's going on over there? How come they're not feeling the impact of this economy? I, one of the powerful things that um, Ron Carpenter shared with his um, with his people, and of course I was blessed enough to hear it as well, is that he, he, he was like, he was telling his people that they, the reason why he wants to, to tithe, the reason why he's teaching his people how to do tithe and offerings is because he's attaching them to a supernatural, to a superior economy so that when this economy goes bust, we are attached to the supernatural economy of the kingdom of God. And and I'm, I'm in a total agreement with that. I'm a tither and I give my offerings, but I'm at the point now where it's not about earning anything. I'm not trying to earn nothing because... I'm not, I, this is because I want to show my love. And how do you show your love to God? By obeying his word. And so I've seen God over and over again, rescue me out of financial turmoil and things like that. So yes, um, yes, this, this is very um, important. This is critical that we line our lives up with God's word. And in particular, I will continue to walk this journey and share with you what God is revealing to me about the connection between grace and faith and to receive so they can manifest in your life right now. I don't want to end this broadcast without saying Romans 10 9 that is if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead you will you are saved thank you for once again joining me on Enter the Glory Zone on 94.1 FM Wave 94 Dr. Edith Davis To be